welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear Alice. Today, we are going to, um, we've had a lot of questions about countertops, and so we are going to give you a refresher on what we're loving for countertops right now and kind of breaking down all of your different um, types for different price points and usages and everything else. But first, we have a quick word from our sponsor, and I want to talk a little bit about Grove. I love Grove so much, you guys. I pay for my own subscription, so that is an authentic love. Um, you can get anything um, for yourself, and it's all really safe products. It's eco-friendly, it's healthy, it's effective, it's affordable. Um, it's so nice not to have to walk down the fluorescent aisles that are heavily scented at the grocery store, and I just get a box every month because I have a subscription. Um, in my last subscription, I got the wool balls for my dryers. Mm-hmm, for my dryer. Love yeah, I love them. And I got the scented oil that I put on the wool ball. Oh. You should smell my underwear. It oh smells amazing. <laughs> yeah. I also got glass straws for my drinks. And so responsible. I know it's amazing. And incredible. I feel so fancy drinking out of a glass straw now. Um, anyway, lots of really lovely things like that. I also got like some healthy beauty things too. So I'm trying to get a lot more into that category especially as I get older, I care a lot more about that. So anyway, just a little bit of love about Grove and just wanted to give them um, a shout out to say that if you guys wanted to switch over to natural products, it's never been easier. And for a limited time, when our listeners go to grove.co, that's grove.co slash dear Alice, you're going to get to choose a free gift with your first order of $30 or more. So you do have to use that special code. So again, go to grove.co slash dear Alice. And that again is grove.co slash dear Alice. Let's get into countertops. Fantastic. Yes. Great. So um, quartzite, it's been a big buzzword for a little while. It's also very confusing because there's a quartz. Yes. Okay. So quartzite, well, first of all, we're always going to be drawn to natural materials. Stuff that's been like quarried from the earth. Quartzite is so beautiful and I feel like it's just been in like this last decade that like we've really been, I don't know, the awareness of it's been heightened. So anyway, quartzite is quarried from the earth and it is beautiful. It is hard. So hard. Yeah. It broke, yeah. You have quartzite and it like yeah. broke the saws when broke they were trying it. to yeah. install it and fabricate it. So, Which was a good sign that it was going to be upheld in the Bennett household with right. two little kids and a puppy and all the company and family. Yeah, it's and great. I, and I think, you know, just like 20 years ago, it was all about granite. Like this home was sold with granite countertops. And that yeah. was the big buzzword. And granite's hard. But what we're all used to seeing granite is just the speckly brown mud pie of a thing. Raw meat. I think that's what we've likened it to before. <gasps> Looks like raw meat. Yeah. Anyway, so that's granite. Quartzite has the same, if not better, density as granite. Um, so it's going to be really strong for spills. It's not absorbent like a marble. We'll talk about that in a second. But quartzites, they're beautiful. Mm -hmm. The reason why they're so we're so drawn to them is because they have kind of the qualities of marble and that we can get them in light colors with really interesting artistic veining. And it really does, some of them look like Cy Twombly just came and like, just a little mm -hmm. scribble over here. And um, they're just beautiful. And they come in a variety of different ones. Um, I think we use um, the Makaubas probably the most, mm -hmm. but there's also Taj Mahal, which is a little bit more golden and warm. And there's there's a ton, um, Tahiti Quartz is beautiful, Quartzite. Mm -hmm. So Quartzite is what you guys are gonna wanna look for. 
that's what we use. I would say, gosh, 90% of the time, unless someone's really drawn to a marble. So course sizes yeah. are, that's our number one. For a kitchen. For a kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. I think in a bathroom, you can get away with a marble. I think yeah. if you're making a fireplace, you should definitely go with a marble. Yes. It's got the ability to be carved and sculpted yeah. a lot easier than um, something like a quartzite. Yeah. So yeah, it kind of depends. Like there's really hard wearing spaces. I think in a laundry room, you could definitely get away with a marble. Yeah, you totally could. You know, because you don't really have a lot of, um, you're not doing dishes and banging around Spilling a lot of things. juice over there or anything. Or yeah, wine. I don't think yeah. so. So there are definitely places where you guys can get away. And I think in a shower, you could easily use a marble. Mm -hmm. So just kind of knowing when to use these things. Yeah couple of important things um, confirmed. Quartzite is harder than granite, um, so it can be more durable and it withstands heat better as well, Fantastic. which um, I don't know if you guys know, but like quartz is like mixed with like plastics and stuff. Yeah. So you, it does not withstand yeah. heat because it can melt. Quartz is the man-made stuff. Yes. So when you see Caesar stone or Pental or any of the Cambria, those are all quartz and that is a ground up stone that's also like kind of stuck together with resins and that's why it's not heat resistant yeah that you stuff will melt cannot put a pan right on that yeah you pull your casserole out of the oven you got to stick that on a trivet or yeah. hot pads yeah and you're not sticking that right on the countertop to serve it yeah so anyway quartzite's number one at the party we love it we love it we use it almost exclusively yeah, exclusively um there it's should we hop to marble Marble. Yeah, let's okay, do it. Let's talk about marble. We were just in California on a site visit for a home and we were going through these slab yards and there were some really beautiful marbles. And a lot of times, ladies and gents, you're going to go to a slab yard and you're going to see these marbles and you're going to want them. Mm -hmm. You're going to start feeling very lustful after them and you're going to be like, where can I put these? These are so beautiful. Um, and the thing is, the look of it looks like cheesecake. It's uh -huh. beautiful. And so like just said, on your mantles, it's awesome. In your bathrooms, it's awesome. In a powder, glorious, right? Yeah. Um, but in a kitchen, unless, you know, actually, I'm going to contradict myself a little bit. Um, you can use them in the kitchen, but you just have to be okay with the characteristics of marble. Yeah, for sure. And that's totally okay. We've done Definitely. it. Definitely. We do I've it all the time. Yeah. And it's, and you know what? I heard about some really interesting products mm. when I was in California. They're, and just ask your... Um, your slab people, there's this one. Anybody gotten their nails did with the gel shellac? They're coming out with a couple different products. There's better a better sealer coming out mm -hmm. um, that they're just like crazy. I, I wish I had the names of it. I feel really dumb right now for not having that written down. But there's better sealers and there's also this one. It costs like $100 a square foot. But if you are really in love with marble, mm -hmm. then this is what you'll do. Um, you will, They'll put this layer of sealant on it and then they actually put a light on it to schlock it in and it makes it kind of unpermeable wow it's really cool so they will that the market, ruin kind of the finish like the honed finish of it does it seem more glossy like like my fingernails yeah. right now yeah, does it look matte. more like like glossy you know what that i don't know but i do know that it doesn't etch it won't etch with Gorgeous. the on it, but it's expensive but there's a couple different layers uh-huh sealing a marble versus this new shellac um, that mm -hmm. they're coming up with. But cool that they're developing things to make marble a thing because um, they realize that the market loves marble. We love we it. Do. We do it's love so it glorious. so much. Yeah. And we probably saw when we were slab shopping, we were looking for a quartzite, but we probably saw five different marbles that we liked initially that we were kind of, you know, courting um, before we found the one quartzite that we loved that we, she knew and had the peace of mind 
would be better with her children and with their lifestyle and wouldn't have to baby it. Mm. So in the end, we still ended up with a quartz site, but we saw five other different marble slabs that were contenders before we got there. So know that you're going to fall in love with them. Know that there's a place for them. But in the kitchen, we'll still go with quartzite. But marbles have homes in somewhere in your house. So mm, I love that. Yeah. yeah, marbles are extraordinary. And um, I just think they give a real richness and a timeless look. Yes. And um, I love the natural characteristics. So you lived with marble in your last mm-hmm. kitchen. Yeah. And you loved it the more worn it looked. I did. Yeah. I was yeah. I was fine with it. And like, and we juice and we do, you know, all that stuff. And we have kids and we spill. But it didn't bother me because I did hone it. Know that when you have marble, you're going to hone it. You're not going to do polish. Polish will, um, even with the sealer, like your spills might be okay, but anything acidic, anything citrus, anything like that will etch into it. Mm-hmm. And so just know that if you have marble, you'll probably just get it buffed and resealed every couple of years. And like, yeah. that's just part of the part of the deal with marble and it's gorgeous and you'll love it. And I will say that there's just like a nice, um, I don't know, it's not as cold as a granite. Yeah, Like a granite's pretty chilly, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. It, there's just such a timelessness to it, like you said. Mm-hmm. It just feels like very European. You've got to roll think, out. You yeah, know. I was just going to say, <laughs> yeah, say it too. I'm like, no, you go, you go. I think it, well, I just think that everything you're doing on top of it or serving on top of it, or you're about to say like roll out cookie dough or pie dough on top of it just feels like you're in a European bakery yeah. and it gives like your living experience with it a real timeless elegance yeah. that I think is super special. And all these natural stones, they give an energy back to the room. We talk about it with any natural material, be it your carpet, your wood, Mm -hmm. anything like that. If it's natural, it's authentic, it will give energy back to the space and to you as you use it because it's just more lovely to look at. And everything looks like your pictures. Mm. I take a lot of pictures of my food yeah, because I, I just love it. And it looks so beautiful on my marble table. Yeah. I love it so much. Totally. So. Oh, speaking of natural, let me just break really quick to talk about Grove because using natural, healthy products for our homes is something that we all want to do, but we don't always know where to find them. And that's what I love about Grove is that we can all, we always know that everything they carry mm-hmm. is healthy and clean. And so you can look in any category um, for your household, honestly, and they're going to have it. So whatever you're looking for, and that's what I love. I have the app on my phone. And so I just change up my order depending on what I need. So and easy. I'm I'm really diving into the beauty category right now. That's super fun. So anyway, if you guys want to make the switch to natural products, it's really easy right now. And you just go to grove.co slash dear Alice. And um, if you guys um, spend $30 or more, you can get a free gift. And again, if you want to get the free gift, make sure and use our code. That's um, grove.co slash dear Alice. Awesome. Yeah. Let's talk about, um, let's talk about there's wood, there's soapstone, and then there's other materials like concrete as well on our list. Yeah. So soapstone, I also lived with that in my last house. I had marble on the perimeter and I had soapstone on my island and I loved it. Soapstone, again, it's one of those kind of natural living materials that you can kind of control mm-hmm. the depth of it. Um, soapstone is a, a darker stone, but it starts out light gray, most of them. So you're going to see like this light gray and what you do with soapstone, you put mineral oil on it and you can kind of, and I would do that probably when I first got it installed, I, I think I put mineral oil on it, like maybe once a week, let it absorb, see what color it becomes. 
oil it and let it absorb, see what color it becomes at that point. And then after like, I don't know, a couple months, I got it to the tone that I wanted it and it stayed that way. Wow. And, but then like if there's ever a scratch or anything, because it is a softer stone. Um, so you just put more mineral oil on it and it feels brand new, which is kind of the beauty of soapstone. Yeah. Um, and you guys, there's a quartzite that looks like soapstone. Throwing it back to the quartz size. Yeah. <laughs> High five to them. Anyway, there's, they're just making a lot of really good resilient products that my making the earth, mother earth, thank you, mm-hmm. um, has, you know, a, it looks like soapstone, but it's going to have the resiliency of quartzite, which is really, really I awesome. I love that. I remember when we first took over, um, so our store right now is in Salt Lake City, Utah, and we are right across from a pottery barn and our store used to be a restoration hardware. And if you guys remember back in the old days where restoration hardware actually sold like the hardware and they had drawers, like they had a knob on the outside of a drawer and then the drawer would be full of that knob. And it was like hardware and little hammers and all sorts of cool stuff. So we bought that store and the the main checkout area was all soapstone countertops. And I remember going and shopping in there when I was first married and I just touched the countertops because I was like, they're kind of waxy feeling. You know what I mean? You're like, what is this? Because you knew it was special, but you knew it wasn't granite. And you know what I mean? It definitely wasn't marble. And it was just like so addicting to touch and it wasn't cold. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that when I think of it, I always think, oh, this is great in a hobby room or a mud hall or like a room where you're really going to be busy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you're more casual and kind of organic, I think the kitchen island is a beautiful place to have a soapstone. So I think it dev- definitely has its place if yeah. you're if your style is more casual. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Or industrial. Yeah. I think it's also really handsome. In, yeah. in a space like that. And I will say soapstones, like when you go look at natural slabs, you'll see soapstones that like lean more blue. You'll see ones that lean more gray. You'll see ones that lean more green. So mm-hmm. not one is like the other, which is the beautiful thing about all, all these stones is it's just, you know, God's art gallery. So you get to just go and kind of take your pick. It's really fun. Yeah, that is super fun. Um, wood. Wood okay. is also a countertop material. Yeah, and I feel like we've been doing this a lot lately just because we're doing a lot of kitchens that have two islands. You mm-hmm. have all your countertop on the perimeter where your range is and, and just all your work surfaces, but then we're usually seeing a couple islands in the mm-hmm. kitchens that we're doing right now. And so the wood is nice to just, a butcher block, mm-hmm. is nice to just kind of break it up. And, and a lot of times it'll just be like just a half of one of the islands, but be it a prep if you like to prep on a butcher block or just as a service. I remember just, we went to like a little girl's night and one of our girlfriends had it on her island and she just spread out this like massive charcuterie yeah. all over this butcher block. And it wasn't contained by a tray, but it was, you know, contained by this um, butcher block and it was glorious. It was so beautiful. Yeah. And I just, I've loved it. I've loved it mm-hmm. for a long time, but it does add this kind of relaxed culinary casualness, mm-hmm. which I think is really successful and a good way to kind of mix it up. Yeah. It's very, again, we always use the word Sundancey mm-hmm. because we live in Utah right by Sundance. Um, so that just kind of means that it's just, you know, it's relaxed, it's natural, it's um, artisan, just the best of foods can be like prepared and served there. So yeah. I love butcher block and this isn't the plain cut of wood this is the um end cuts Corey. i don't know if you want to talk more about the construction since you've worked in cabinetry like yeah you know how you how that's achieved but i think the best butcher block is actually defined as yeah because it doesn't the end grain is what it's called so it's like the 
Yes, it's, it's the hardest. So it doesn't absorb, it absorbs the least amount of moisture. Um, and I say least amount cause it's wood, it's still gonna, going to absorb moisture. Um, which is why you have to like treat it and coat it like fairly often. But yeah, that, so they take lumber and then they cut it down, um, in thickness and then glue it side by side and stand that, that up straight. So it's the end that you're, that you're using it's so pretty. It almost gets a checkerboard effect yes. the way that they do it. Yes. And it just, it feels really special. And when you yeah. see, you know, meats and cheeses and, you know, the whole spread on top of it, it's like a beautiful experience cutting a salad and pulling that all together. It's just like, it's just the best. Yeah. My mom has marble on her. We did a remodel on her kitchen a couple of years ago when we did yeah. marble on her perimeter. And we did butcher block because she's a casual gal mm-hmm. on her whole island. She lives in a really old house, so it made a lot of good sense. And that's got that's her favorite. I'll bet. butcher block. Yeah. So and she's she's such a careful, meticulous person that she still puts a cutting board on top of it, but you don't have to. You can cut directly on it and just like oil it and it just becomes part of its character. Yeah. Again, for the more casual customer for sure. Mm-hmm. But it has a real mood. Would you sure. reserve it for like a part like an island or I mean have you it's ever for done a work surface, you okay. know, so yeah. wherever you are chopping, I have a butcher block, you know, right now, right next to my stove. Cause it makes sense. Cause I'm chopping to add to whatever's in a pot on my stove. So whatever's useful. But when we have, when we have done them in a home, that's not a portable cutting board, like mine, we usually attach it. It's like, it's not even half the Island. It's like the, it's like the, a third of okay. the end or, or like a fourth it's a small section, but because it's so long, you know, um, it's not deep, but it's like wide, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. But you, From wouldn't, the end. you wouldn't do a kitchen in its entirety. In I wouldn't, but I mean, I think for what Sue's saying is her mom and her kitchen's not yeah, huge. No, so like, don't picture a massive island. No, it just depends on like the size of the kitchen, you know, and the look that you're going for. Because if it's not huge, you could do a whole island in it. But yeah. most of the time we're kind of like doing it in concert with a marble or a court site and often we'll have like a different base style to that. You know, we can make it continuous, but usually the butcher block portion is quite thick. Mm-hmm. And so like at one client's house, we did like metal, this really cool metal leg on it that we had the metal worker like forge these really scrolly mm-hmm. bits and pieces together. And um, I've seen ones where you can actually have stools kind of brought up to the butcher block just because it doesn't have to be, have a solid base underneath. It can be sort of, by metal legs. Mm-hmm. I want to say too, William Sonoma, I think they offer like a little butcher block island on legs that you could just like use to chop yeah. in your kitchen and yeah, yeah, have it right next to your stove. Culinary. Yeah, yeah, it's a great thing. I, I love butcher block. What has its place? I mean, I think we've also seen them as like a built-in dresser um, or desk in the kitchen. So it's fun to kind of connect that in the space. It gives a kind of a furniture feel. Yeah. And it, it lets the other materials stay special too. Again, we've said this over and over too much of a good thing, you know, like you want to mix that up. So like the marble retains its specialness, the wood retain anything done too much is, you know, again, it kind of loses its, it's special. So on that note and kind of going to bathrooms when you're buying, uh, when you're doing countertops, you're buying per the slab, so like, let's say I were to buy for a bathroom where I don't use the entire slab. I still pay for the entire slab. Um, do you guys ever like buy a slab to use it in two different parts? Like in yeah. just to be like economical, like we're going to use this in two bathrooms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Just, again, in that trip to, that we just took for the site visit, 
we kind of took all of our drawings with us and we're like, okay, we can use for all the kids' bathrooms. We're going to see, like, for these two bathrooms, we're going to use this one slab, but let's get two of them, and that should stretch for the third bathroom, whatever. And so I think that's the most economical, honestly. You're going to have remnants. You're going to have waste. And so if you can use, mm-hmm. utilize it in other spots in the house. Yeah. We just did, we're just um, finishing up my parents' bathroom and they had leftover from the vanity. And so they said, can we put a a surround on our fireplace out of the same marble for the bedroom? And he was like, yeah, we definitely have enough. He goes, and we have enough to do the entire seat um, bench in your, in your shower in it. And then he goes, and then with the rest, I'm going to surround the entry going into um, the shower in marble or, or just the, um, the thresholds and then the inner, the inside casing mm-hmm. was all out of the leftover slab as well. So he used up every last square inch, just even if he had it. to cut it in strips and we use the entire, mm-hmm. entire slab. Yeah. That's and awesome. then if there's any leftover, I even knew where I wanted to have marble where else in her home I wanted. Like, I was like that little tiny vanity in the powder bath, you should replace what's there. And use the rest of the stone there because she had a really small countertop, but we didn't even have enough left over. So it's really fun to know that you've used your slab all the way up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a tip um, for like in that same vein, mm-hmm. if you're just doing like a small bathroom, like I would probably go to the rim, wherever you go get your countertop, go yeah. to their boneyard and pick out a remnant there because sometimes you'll find something cool Definitely. that someone didn't use and then you get like a little chunk and you don't have to pay for a full slab. Always. It's yeah. perfect for the powder bath. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Kids bath. No, and you'll wherever. find usually like pretty exotic ones too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really fun to go through that boneyard. And it's a treasure this. hunt. Yeah. It is. It yeah. is. And you'll have an, like, and a lot of times when we're designing a kitchen, we will, we'll pull all the finishes. We'll pull things that will suggest color tone wise, what we want to be. But we never really nail down the slab until we go slab shopping yeah. because it's an emotional reaction. It is like mm-hmm. buying art. And we've had clients where we were leaning this direction. They like they had a slab stop them in their tracks and they're like, that's it. That needs to go somewhere. And then we just kind of shift things a little bit to make sure that that's what they get to live with. So yeah. give yourself some flexibility. Just have an emotional reaction to whatever speaking to you, just understanding some of these I think usability, I think it's important. And hopefully whoever's selling these to you will also kind of lead you in the right direction as well. Definitely. You'll even see things at the slab yard like Onyx and you, you can backlight Onyx. And so we've done a massage room for one client and we just had an entire slab of Onyx on the wall that was backlit. So when you first walked into the room, that was what you saw. And you're like having a spiritual experience with this backlit slab from mother nature. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot with that, you get a lot of just like this quartz, quartzite looking stuff. It's in quartzite, but you just think these little crystals that are in your countertops and it's just glorious to interact with. It's really, really fun. There's a pink onyx, which is so much fun. I saw that recently and I was just dropped. It's so good. Yeah. So yeah, just, I don't know, be adventurous, you know, Mm -hmm. it's your, it's your slab. So Totally. Something that you're drawn to. We and usually at the slab yard, if we have a little bit more time, we'll say, "Show us the stuff that nobody buys." That pile's super fun. It is. And you're like, I think I feel like the raddest designer from LA if I was using this crazy stuff. Because there's like mystery meat looking stuff. It's so cool. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. yeah. Just like interesting colors that like you know just kind of stretch you to be more creative. But the end result is really dynamic, and it becomes becomes the party of the house. Yeah, totally. For sure. Yeah. Going to the slab yard was probably the most fun that Mari and I had. Like yeah. 
going and picking stuff out. It was, we were like, we were just kind of like running, Grady went with us. So he was like running everywhere too, but we were just like, check out this one. And we were sending pictures to each other. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. One last thing I do want to say is like, we have granite written down here and I know I kind of like bashed on it at the beginning of the episode, but I won't discount it completely because I would still rather have an interesting looking granite than a quartz. I think just that natural movement and you can find interesting. It's a bold statement. It's a bold too. statement. I know. Yeah. Unless you're trying to go completely but, like solid and like do more of like a. But maybe tell them about concrete. super white granite or which granite you're yeah. thinking of. Super white granite. There's like, I think there's one that kind of looks like Zebrano marble, but it's a granite too. And you can find, if you just know what you're looking for, get opinionated, get familiar with what you're drawn to and take that and ask the people that are selling it to you to say, do you have anything like this in a granite? Mm-hmm. Or because you, you might be surprised, like even at this last um, site visit that I went to, there were some granites that I was like, hey, that's actually interesting. I would use that. Um, and I hadn't seen those before. So I feel like just more and more they're introducing and bringing more things into the marketplace in this vein that we all love. Because we all love the big swooping veins, the yeah. big gestures um, versus the small little speckly things. So natural surfaces are, are it for me. I. I honestly think there are different grades of granite too. Yeah, if for sure. You know, you need to realize that. And there, when I, I always associated granite with like the lower grade stuff that's very speckly. And I've never really liked that. I had it in an old apartment of mine. Um, and I, yeah, I didn't like it. So when I was thinking like, oh, granite, mm-hmm. you know, Mario wanted granite. We didn't end up getting it, but we went and looked at them. And there's some really cool, like that, that aren't as crystally. And it's kind of, um, it's zoomed out feeling and it, it kind of is, uh, has like sweeping veins through it yeah. and it is still really cool. So. Yeah. Yep. It's all how you pair the outfit. So mm-hmm. yep. You can get a good granite. So yeah, definitely. Um, I'd say concrete is another option for countertops. So not yeah. a great one. I'd say um, my sister actually had concrete counters in her kitchen for probably a decade and she redid them twice, but they're just so porous and they chip and um, they I think they do crack. Yeah. And it's something I feel like they look too thick mm-hmm. and too almost clumsy and heavy. And it is very a casual look when the industrial area arrow is hot with the barn door, you know, and all the industrial hardware and the Edison bulbs, that whole movement. I think concrete had a place maybe in your garage. Um, if you, if you really like have a nice decked yeah. out garage with a lot of tools and mm-hmm. all of that, maybe yeah. you'd see a concrete countertop, yeah. but I don't I've know. i an occasional restaurant here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, probably again, it's economical. So it's, it's going to be less expensive Yeah, for sure. But, and it's, but it's definitely a look like that you're going to like lean into versus yeah. something a little bit more polished or just like more artful, like a marble. Mm-hmm. One thing I think to, to take into consideration mm-hmm. if doing a concrete countertop is that your countertop is sitting on top of cabinets, which is wood, which moves, yeah. which is sitting on top of a subfloor, which is most of the time wood. Sometimes it's concrete, which also moves. So th- your cabinets are going to shift, therefore creating cracks through it that you'll either have to replace or just live with. So, um, yeah, I I would be very leery of that because my in-laws have it and yeah it's Corey they, knows too much yes yeah, yeah. for sure he builds the cabinets I say listen to Corey that's yeah. good stuff <laughs> um outdoor you might be tempted to use um concrete outdoor but with freezing and thawing it could definitely crack also yeah, so sure. I think a better um material for outdoor is going to be um I don't know you want to you want to definitely do natural stone 
um, more than you'd want to do a man-made quartz yeah. just because of plastic bottles and all the resins maybe getting too hot yeah. wouldn't be good for an outdoor countertop. Maybe um, granite or quartzite would be better because they're the hardest. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. You could also, you could also do marble outside, mm-hmm. right? Yep. It weathers really well and, and it's really authentic. There's a lot of outdoor kitchens we do. It's become a huge thing. Yeah, it's a movement. Um, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, Traeger grills are here in Utah, kind of headquartered here. And so a we lot of people Traeger. love to smoke and they get into all the meats and the recipes and they're pretty serious. I mean, gone were the days where you just have a grill standing outside with nothing, you know, surrounding it. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that's always the dream at least to be able to get to do some form of outdoor kitchen. Yeah. Um, in bathrooms, I would say we majority use marble. Yeah. We use a lot of marble in bathrooms, so. Definitely. Um, We did do a podcast on backsplashes, so you can listen to that if you guys want to connect that with this um, as you're listening. But um, one last word from our sponsor, Grove. Um, We just wanted to say if you want to live healthy, make great decisions, and make it really easy on yourself, um, you're just going to want to make the switch to Grove and have natural products. It's a su- it's super easy. And for a limited time, when you guys go to grove.co slash Dear Alice, you're going to be able to get a free gift um, when you get your first order of $30 or more. But you have to use our special code. So be sure and go to grove.co slash Dear Alice to get your exclusive offer. Thanks so much for listening, you guys, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 